Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello, and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. And I'm Emily, a writer and editor. We're just two type 1 diabetic ladies trying to live our best lives. It's not always easy with the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Chris. (laughs) We're like, we're so out of sync. Sorry, I was about to be like, in this week's special... Re reappearance uh, guest, if you will. We're just taking it back, throwing it back, catching it up with Christy. Hello, Pancreas Pal. Sorry, I am so out of podcast fitness. You were talking, I was like, oh, what? what? Nope. No, no, no. Well, you were used to our old shtick that we did for like four, three or four whole seasons. So it, it uh, we're falling back into our old ways already. I know. <laughs> the I... and Christy just like falls out of my mouth. <laughs> It's like, well, I mean, it is, it's uh, second nature at this point, truly. So we're, we're doing a little throwback episode. And by throwback, I mean, catching up with Christy. A lot's been going on in one of our favorite OG pals lives. Uh, a lot of good, not some not so good, a lot of sugar, blood sugars that are still happening because we're still diabetic. LOL, I don't know why I said it like Yes, yeah, still, uh, still super, yeah. super diabetic. <laughs> Anytime someone asks me how my diabetes is, I'm always like, well, I'm still diabetic. So Pancreas is that. still bum as crap. Life yeah, goes on. Still, <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> Anyways, Christy, what's up? What's been going on? Yeah, so I guess it, I absolutely cannot dive into a Catch Up with Christy episode without addressing um, something pretty awful that happened a couple months ago. So I don't know who um, does or doesn't follow me on social media. Honestly, I have not posted very much about this, um, save the details of the service and it was only on my Facebook page to kind of get news to local people that I grew up with and whatnot. Um, but my, my big brother, Mike, who was a big fan of the show, um, he passed away this, this past February. Um, yeah, so there, honestly, if we're, it's so hard to like say, it's like, uh, it's, it's out hard there. To it's believe, it's so been... it's hard to say. Yeah. Ugh, I'm sorry, Christy. I know. You, you were one, you were one of the first people after I posted. I feel like I heard from you minutes later. Well, yeah, it was, uh, was a really sad thing to see and hear, and glad that I could be a text message away. Yeah, Pankers um, Pals for Life. It was, it was very sudden. Like, no one knew to keep an eye out for this kind of news. It was very sudden, right. very sudden and awful for all of us. Um... But, you know, if as long as I'm on the show here, I do think it is worth pointing out. Mike, you know, was a very healthy person physically. Um, and I thought it was adorable that he, whenever he listened in and he would recap the show, text me, he'd always be like, oh, wow, like, I didn't know. Headaches when you're high and low? Who knew, kid? And I was <laughs> just be like, that's right, Mike. He, he was one of those non-type ones who, you know, obviously very biased because he wanted to tune in and hear his baby sister talk. But, uh, you know, I think it's genuinely great that non-diabetics are taking something away from this because we always kind of wonder you know who is our audience and are they getting out of the show what we are hoping they are and you know I can honestly say I think that my my family has gotten a lot out of tuning in from an outside perspective and just trying to get a grasp on what we're all dealing with so 
with our day-to-days. So with our day-to-days. So yeah, my um, my past few months have been, in that sense, entirely not what I thought that they would look like. It was a very rough way to start off 2019, losing one of my best friends. Um, but, you know, I think if you really want to see that silver lining, which I think, you know, we all have to, we all have to be taking care of ourselves. And, you know, as I traveled, he was living out in California at the time. Um, as I traveled out there with my mom, my sister and Mike's girlfriend, you know, we really realized how much we have to take care of ourselves. We all were kind of feeling, you know, I get the highs and lows when I travel. I tend to just drop like it's hot. Um, the physical highs, the physical highs and lows, the emotional highs and lows. Like you just realize how important it is to, to be healthy yourself, because as we're all trying to take care of each other, you, you have to take care of yourself too. It's, it's so important to take care of the people around you by taking care of yourself. And, you know, I can't say I entirely didn't know that before, but I think it's a lesson that is nonetheless worth, worth sharing. And, you know, it's just something a little positive to take away from my trip out there, um, settling back into Boston, just trying to get back to a normal life. It's, it's yeah. just different. It's just, it's a, it's a new normal because I've been Mike's little sister my whole life and very, very proud to always be, but it's you different now. It's, it's be. different now and I'm different now. So yeah, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but here we are. Um, way too on, young to have to deal with such things, but Way too young, but... For those listening who want to do a little something, I encourage donating to the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, it's a really great organization, and I know that the, the, the Christie fam would be super appreciative. Thanks, Thank Em. Yeah, that was, our, that, that was our official um, organization that we went with. Mike was um, a veteran. He was deployed to Afghanistan. I think for two years. Um, I'm, I know I'm going to get the dates wrong because I always do, and I get mixed up with active duty and inactive duty. Um, yeah, but he was officially he was officially off of inactive duty in 2018. So glad we were able to celebrate that with him. Um, and yeah, honestly, so we are. I'm now here in Boston again. Um, I was home in New Jersey for about a month, just kind of spending time with my family, which again, I think was the healthiest thing that I could do and the the best thing I could do to take care of myself at the time. 100%. Um, and I, one of our favorite episodes to record back in the day was that take care episode. And I know it resonated a lot with our listeners as it's still one of our top listened to episodes. And we just discussed the importance of taking care of ourselves. And I feel like you know, however many, what, two years later, we're still talking about it. And it's true for anyone of any, you know, any walk of life, the importance of taking care of your mind and your body. We're so much more than just our organs and stuff. Our mind is very important too. So I think that's something that everyone should take away from this episode and every episode. Um, but I think that's something you just explained really well, Christy. No, but it's it's a big time lesson. I think it's easy to kind of go through spurts of like good and bad and just accepting those as they are. And sometimes you have to if you're sick, like I was a couple of weeks ago, you kind of just got to ride the rough parts out and know that you're like, you just have to trust that you're going to be okay. But now that I am back on the normal 
regimen and, you know, I'm kind of listening to myself talk about the self-care. Like, I just feel like a total reboot and having a lot of salads for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I had salads for lunch three times this week, everyone. And I would like everyone to know because I'm holding myself accountable. (laughs) Same, Again, but like week. honestly, I I make like I call them fat salads, pH, because um, oh, yeah. I total I pimp these salads out there. I have like dried cranberries in like there. Horses? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I put I put chicken, avocado, peppers. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Yeah, really, really happy with my salad recipes. Um, but it's been fun. So um, happy life update following yeah know, the worst of, <laughs> the worst possible. Um, so I'm still madly in love with Zach. Um, I actually stole him from his roommates uh, and brought him into sorry, my apartment. Yeah, I went around the block and just kind of dragged him over here. So he lives with me now. Um, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird way to say Zach. Zach has moved I in. I have kidnapped my boyfriend. I have, I have kidnapped him. I feel like he's fine with it. He hasn't tried to leave too much yet. Is he paying rent? Because um, then it's real. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's paying rent. All right, then it's not kidnapping. It's consensual. <laughs> His name's on the lease and everything. Oh, um, so yeah, I, dr- I, I brought I brought him here. So now he li- he lives where I am. We cohabitate. We make oh, our so lunches you're still together. In your apartment front. Okay, so I know that apartment. Yes, yes. And my roommate got an awesome job in New York. Um, oh my god! Hey, what's and we up? just we just had we just had to act quickly, but we figured Zach's name was on the lease for September. Um, you know, I don't particularly want to cohabitate with anyone else. So we got, we just moved him in a few months earlier and honestly avoiding for anyone who's ever moved in Boston, avoiding the September 1st craze. I was like, yeah. Um, Austin Christmas, anyone listening who's in Boston or went to Boston university, you know what we're talking about. It's when every, every college kid, moves in for the new year and or the new school year I should say and gets rid of a whole bunch of stuff and everything's up for grabs and it's literally like Christmas people grab like dressers and desks off the it's side of the road it's actually kind of a shit show though yeah oh it completely is and you kind of got to be careful because you Some could approach he, a couch yeah. and be like oh yeah that's going to be mine now and someone else is like dude that is my couch I'm bringing that into this apartment right now there's a lot of miscommunication as to what's a actually a lot of miscommunication you sure gotta be careful just steal things so <laughs> gotta be careful with that um but, well, yeah. so how was your shugs during your move because I know for me anytime I'm like packing for a long trip or just I don't know for some reason packing in any way shape yeah, or form anyth- drops me Anything related to travel or packing, I think my body, I don't know if I'm allergic to suitcases or something, but any time that something has to be packed and transported, whether it's me or just stuff, my body's like not fine with it. it just And it feels the need to remind me we're not fine with this. Um, I woke less. up, literally, I woke up on the earlier side partially because I was so excited. My mom and sister, champions that they are, um, my sister drove, and it was a small U-Haul, but all the same, um, my sister drove a U-Haul all the way up from New Jersey with like a table and chairs and a bunch of stuff that we wanted from New Jersey, but you know, just, we had a, my roommate had a bunch of stuff, um, some like bulky furniture. She had a big, uh, like bookcase and stuff. So it just didn't make sense for us to try to get a table and chairs in here before. But now that we could, I was like, I want a breakfast table so bad. (laughs) So my mom and sister were awesome. Drove all the way up from New Jersey to help. And then, um, like to go over to Zach's place and get his bed and whatnot over here for our guest room. Hashtag Wish we could Airbnb, but we can't. Um, I'm just soft sobbing because you have a guest room and I'm in New York City in a small apartment where we literally turned our half of our living room into Laura's room. Well, and I'm terrified of New York City, so come back to Boston. I mean, like, 
I don't know what to tell you. Dude. Okay, be right there. Honestly, I'm like hell yeah. New York is a time. New York it, exhausts me. God, I'm gonna have a low just talking about New York. Like high key, um, low key. <laughs> New York just terrifies me. I'm so not built for it. I'll be up here in my quiet ass little Your city. Boston Tower. I just need the peace. Oh, I'm so not a tower. I'm in a pretty. I'm in a pretty low building. We do have an elevator though. Um, so to answer your question, my body <laughs> did freak out that morning. Um, I was up early. I knew mom and Kate were coming up, and I was like all kinds of giddy. I had also ordered a couch from Wayfair, which magically. Um, was set to arrive that morning. We didn't even plan it. I just kind of placed the order and figured it would get here when it got here. So as the Wayfair movers are bringing the couch up and we paid for the assembly because I... Because, yeah. Like, I have a toolkit, but... Assembling a couch <laughs> is next level. Assembling a dresser is one thing. A couch is completely next level. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at... sit on that. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at I have a toolkit, but, and just let that... Let that linger. Let that speak for itself. Um, So while the moving guys were here, and I knew that they were coming wicked early, they ended up getting here between, like, 7 and 8. So, of course, I'm just happy to, like, be a little Miss Hostess. So I made coffee for everyone. So Zach and I are, like, (laughs) sipping our coffee with the Wayfair guys. And, of course, as we're sipping, I'm like, hmm, well... I am low. So that was how I started the day. Um, It wasn't awful or anything, and, you know, it was breakfast time anyway, but I was kind of hoping to have my first meal on the couch, but it was still very much in assembly mode. Do you hate it when that happens? I I just had this vision. Yeah, I had this vision, and I'm, like, looking at them assembling the couch, and I'm like, how much time do they have left? Like, should I just wait it out? And I just knew if I let myself fall that much further, it's going to take that much more recovery time, and my mom and sister hit the road early, so they just were not going to get there too much later and I knew I had to be on and ready to help when they got there because I knew they were going to be tired after a five-hour drive so early in the morning so starting out starting out the day low is annoying but I think it it particularly annoyed me because I do love to eat and when I have a vision (laughs) when I have a vision especially in the summertime if I'm like oh I'm gonna I look at the restaurant's menu beforehand I'm like I'm gonna pair this sangria with this like nacho blend and oh, I have that vision stop, in my mind but if I'm like no but Emily if I'm like oh I'm gonna eat that outside and then it ends up raining and I can't sit on that patio area you're crying you can probably feel my pout energy in New York because I pout real hard so I did not get to have my I did not get to have my first breakfast um, on the couch as I had pictured but I've had many meals on the couch since how is the couch we need to like post a picture of you on the couch (laughs) me on the couch um it's great it's the perfect little I feel like I am a spokesperson for all these brands today between U-Haul and Wayfair Um, um it's the perfect little apartment sectional it's like quite small it's not like the squishiest comfiest thing I've ever sat on but, but it's I a really good first living together type of couch. It's a perfect first living together kind of couch, and it's just that much comfier, and it clearly is meant for three people, as where our, the couch we had before, which is now in the guest room with me, um, it's just more of like a love seat, and you know I love having people over, so to have more seating options matters. Um, but then I think I was fine throughout the rest of the day. You know, I kind of got over that one low. Um, uh, it was very nice. My sister brought up, I think they're called sugar. Here I go with the brand ambassador sponsor me. Um, she got these <laughs> sugar. Have you ever had the sugar Fina gummy bears? Yes. Oh, you. so bougie. she brought, she, yeah, she brought me the rosé ones as we're unpacking. And of course my mom is like little miss champagne. So the second that we get the U-Haul returned, um, to the local drop-off place, and it's the four of us back at the apartment. Um, my mom's like, let's open 
some champagne. It's like two in the afternoon. Um, it's, but we it, had to toast. It. We're, we're big toast with champagne people. Um, same, same. So we started drinking champagne while we're unpacking and I am just a decor freak. And I was like, I want to get everything unpacked. Let's keep it moving. But you know, I also kind of wanted to keep nibbling on things, especially because we just had champagne. So I decided the thing to nibble on throughout the day was the rosé bears. Amazing. I like crushed the container of rosé bears. They like got me through moving day. Hell yeah. Did you go low any other part of the day? No, in fact, I think before dinner, I was a little high, probably from <laughs> the gummy From bears. crushing the gummies. Um, but we also, you know, I'll admit, we definitely overindulged in wine that evening. We watched Dumplin', that movie on Netflix. Okay, I actually so. really liked that movie. It was kind of sad, though. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was adorable. See, I think it was supposed to be at least a little sad. Oh, for but sure. Like I just thought it was fun, and, like, I don't give a heck and heck about, like, Dolly Parton or... Okay, you're clearly not from the South. All my Southern listeners know how important Dolly is. But that's fair. I'm not a country person. So the fact that I enjoyed this movie despite the heavy, like, country over and undertones says a lot. Um, Well, I think it was a little bit of a satire on the South at the same time. I think it was a little bit of poke and fun. Um, Anyone who's heard Jennifer Aniston's Southern accent can attest to that. (laughs) Okay, that's true. That's actually true shit, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Jen? Jen Aniston, is that how we sound? (laughs) Uh, But I'm also not from, like, Alabama, thank God, or um, just because of things going on there right now. For all of our Alabama listeners, I'm sorry. It's a great state, but uh, solidarity with you all. Anyways, um... Yeah, no. Have you... I'm surprised you didn't see... It probably hadn't come out yet. Have you seen Wine Country? That has your name written all over it. No, but I've... Literally, I saw the advertisement for that on Netflix with, like, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, and I'm yeah, like, that so is so my brand. I, I cannot even... I went to even. a screening of it with Laura, and Laura got us tickets through her comedy peeps, I think, or maybe she just found tickets, and Amy Poehler did a little interview afterwards, and so I got to be in the same room as the queen herself, and I, like, pooped my pants. Oh, I'm so... Jealous. I'm rewatching Parks and Rec right now for like the 80th time. I love Amy Poehler. I just think she's a comedic genius and can do no wrong. Truly a genius. Um, actually, fun fact about a little diabetes tidbit. While we were watching that, I somehow shot. I had a bad pump, bad uh, pod, a bad pump site, and I shot up to like 330, 330. I don't know why I said it like that. And I felt so ill the entire time she was speaking I was like sweating and that my had cotton ball mouth and I was like my I just felt so disgusting so Laura and I decided to walk we were on 53rd street no 58th street and like 12th avenue and we walked down to 34th and 10th so I, I finally got back down and then changed my pump when I got home. But it was like, I was so upset in my body for ruining. It didn't fully ruin. I didn't let it ruin the situation. I know I know what you mean, though. And typically, why that frustrates me so much is it's always like when, when you're doing well and you like have been maintaining your sugars really well, that that's when the spikes feel so much worse. And oh, you're like, feel, honestly, they, this honestly, like this wouldn't have been worse. that bad if I had yeah. been, like, chilling around 200 the rest of the week. But, like, you really work to keep yourself under 200, like, yeah. consistently for days in a row. And then you have one, like, really bad spike for, like, you underestimate food or you have a bad site. And then it's just like, well, heck, this feels 80 times worse really because does. I was doing what I was supposed to. And it's crazy because I remember thinking, like, I would hear someone say, oh, I was like 240 and I felt so sick or something like that once. And it was, I mean, like 
to me, still 240 isn't necessarily something that I feel super sick about or over because, I mean, like, I try to keep things below 180 and keep it tight, keep it right, keep it tight as best I can. <laughs> but, I mean, we're all human. We all have ebbs and flows and, you know, maybe something wasn't the as slow-acting type of carb as I thought or whatever. Because um, when you spike up to 240, it doesn't necessarily mean that your insulin ratio is wrong. It could just be a different type of carb. But I won't get into the nitty-gritty. But I, like, I now understand because knock on wood I've been keeping it good for or keeping it within my personal goals of good and when I spike up that high like I spiked up really high two days in a row last weekend like up to 300s I had like another bad pump site and then I estimated something wrong also I felt like I was gonna die I was like oh my god I know and you, it's so not the type of thing to see one spike it's so not the type of thing to beat yourself up about but when it makes you feel physically I realize like I get so nauseous now if I'm like above 250 for more than a couple hours a day I'm like oh my god why do I feel like I'm going to throw up and it feels so much worse and it feels so much bigger than it is but it's like correct literally correct the issue change the site like do whatever you have to do i'm still on pens for everyone who's curious yeah, i was about to ask did you get any cgms or anything yet or are you still keeping now now i'm still on I'm my pen honestly girl uh, you do you it's working for you i just i'm not huge on change <laughs> when i i like keeping things as if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it is like my outlook on everything. Like I still use an iPod Nano Touch because I'm like, why would I use my phone I'm for music? You modern, you okay, modern actually, savages. It clips that, to like, my T-shirt when I am on the elliptical. I'm, that's amazing. It works just fine. So I'm keeping my iPod. Calm down, everyone. I have an iPhone because you, just have you more force room on me your to. Phone. You just have more I know. Room on if I if the family plan did not force me to have an iPhone, I would like have a flip phone. Like whatever. Like, honestly, like. Except, except for I do, I do care about Snapchat though. My Snapchat streaks like that. That's important. Um, I was so we're running low on a little bit of time, and I did have one other thing that I told you about before we jumped on that uh, I did want to bring up. So yes, yeah, to wrap it. that up, super happy living with Zach. We make a lot of salads, working out. Um, so with everything that has gone on in my life in the past couple of months, you know the good and the so bad I just am beside myself um I have decided to get back into a weekly therapy grind I just fully need it right now oh, um yeah mental health huge huge proponent of just like when you chances are if you feel like you even want to talk to somebody like you should um so with everything that's gone on, um, I was seeing someone through and I'm still working at BU um love my job and mm. I uh, was seeing our alma mater, where we met. Um, I was seeing someone there for a little while, but I think, you know, my experience of going through someone through work is, you know, it was really just supposed to be a temporary type of thing, and it's just not going to take me a short amount of time to process all that I have been through, all my family has been through, and we're just going to be working through this. So I was referred out to a new therapist, which, you know, I was a little bit like... Ugh, like I have to reconnect with somebody and I feel like it's kind of hard to summarize everything. So halfway through the first session, 
I am just totally obsessed with my therapist. I think she's so cool. She's saying everything I kind of needed to hear. We're getting along. We're vibing. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. I didn't realize it was going to be this easy because it's been a while since I've been in therapy to like consistently. I didn't think it was going to be this easy to connect with someone. So however it came up, um, I just mentioned like, yeah, I'm a type one diabetic. So that just tends to be another layer of anxiety on top of other legitimate stressors. And she just kind of looks at me and like smiles a little bit and she starts to pull up her shirt. And I was like, all right, what's happening here? Something that she should just, never <laughs> happen in therapy. <laughs> she just wanted to show me her pump. She is also a type one. And I was like, this makes so much heckin' sense why we were getting along so well because I just tend to get along with type ones. It's, it's just one less thing. And I know I happened upon a type one therapist. I don't know how hard or easy they are to come by. And it's not like I I go in there money for mine, LOL, but still. Yeah. And I just don't know. It's not like we sit around and talk about it the entire time. Like I have bigger fish to fry with her, but I don't know. Just like it's so nice that it's one less thing to have to walk her through, like needing to monitor and just like having that to worry about because, you know, it's true. I worry about my, or worry, I'm aware of my blood sugar when I wake up. I'm aware of my blood sugar when I go to bed. And yeah, I was aware of my blood sugar when I was at my big brother's funeral. And to not have to describe to her how you know, frustrating it is to be so swept up in emotion and you don't want to feel anything, but you still have to be aware of how you're physically feeling. And of course I feel sick to my stomach the entire time I'm going through this, but it, it makes such a difference for me to have a type one listening to these stories and just understanding that everything I'm saying, even when I don't remind her and even when I don't say And then I was worried about my blood sugar. She knows everything I'm talking about that I've been going through. I've been thinking about my blood sugar the whole time. And like, it's just awesome. And I'm really glad that this is the situation that I found myself in because this is someone who really knows how to, how to listen to me. So, you know, despite everything, as we're kind of getting to the end of the episode here, you know, I just want everyone to know I am as okay as I possibly could be. I'm living with someone who does nothing but take care of me and make sure I'm okay. I have such a supportive family and great friends. And, you know, it means the world that I felt comfortable and Emily felt comfortable inviting me back onto the show. Oh my God, know, knowing, but knowing that this was going to come up because it's not easy to address, but I just hope, you know, I'm okay, everyone. So we're, <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all be okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. Rocks back and forth, but no, for real, like, there, I'm a big believer in you can't get through things without talking about them. And it's, there's yeah, absolutely, no, absolutely. It does no one any benefit to pretend like anything's different or that any, or that anything, that everything's exactly the same or that something, you know, catastrophic in someone's life didn't happen. It does no one any good. It doesn't help anyone else. It doesn't help you, Christy. And there's no point in, uh, in, uh, quieting anyone speaking their truth so um wow that was like the most poetic I think I've ever been honestly yeah damn girl Uh, I just you know I love to talk send help but basically uh also something on a completely different note 
Um, well, not completely different, but it is my fifth anniversary today. So, also a reason why Hell I wanted yes. to have go Emily. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Also, a reason why I wanted to have Christy on the show, taking it back to where it all started, because um, I met Christy, think less than a year into my Type One journey, um, in the middle of a very interesting <laughs> multimedia journalism class at BU, and. Uh, it's, it's crazy how far we've come, everything that we've gone through in between in these last, you know, four or five years. It's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of hard times, and a lot of good fun times. And uh, it's just nice to have a familiar voice on the other end of the line for this very monumental episode in my life. So much love sending up to Boston. I need to come up and visit soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm ha- I'm so happy that this worked out. Um, Me and you too. know, I'll be back on for other future episodes because I'd yes. love to catch up with Miriam too. hear about her honeymoon and whatnot. I like stalk you guys. It's creepy. It's not creepy when we're friends. <laughs> it's called friendship, Christy. Jesus. <laughs> the BRB. I don't know how to relationship. Oh my God. I hope Zach's in the other room just laughing right now. Uh, um, probably. Amazing. But yes. Yeah, so everyone keep up with Christy. Um, we're going to name this episode catching up with Christy because she's not a Kardashian and we don't need a whole bunch of K's. Um, yeah. And, Christy with a C. Christ yeah. I E. Oh my God. LOL. So, yeah, thank you, Christy, for coming back on. And we're going to have you on again next season for sure. And we'll see how the next year pans out. Yeah. See where life takes happy, us. Happy diversity, babe. Um, Thanks. Laura's baking me a cake as we speak. My favorite Boston cream she pie. Should. Oh. What a joke. All right. Well, I will hopefully talk to everyone again soon. But this was. Uh, this was right. We needed to do this. Yes. We were due. It's long we were overdue. Due. Long overdue. Um, all right, guys. So be sure to keep up with Christy. I got to stop saying that. On her <laughs> Instagram, which is, oh my God, you're still at Alston I'm still, Princess. I'm still Alston Princess. I, I love in Brighton now, but Amazing. like that's, it's so my brand. She keeps I can't. true to her roots, guys. This is real. This is her. I moved up the street, but I'm still the same. (laughs) Follow us at pancreas underscore pals. Um, Miriam will be back next week for what I believe is our season finale. Um, I got to check up on that. But yeah, follow us on Facebook at pancreas pals. uh, My God, why am I blanking? PP. And email (laughs) us at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs everywhere. We love hearing from you guys. Send good vibes, good wishes, and positive outlooks to all around you. And maybe some extra love to Christy these days. Um, But we all deserve extra love. That sounded weird. Anyways, okay. I got to wrap up. It's like word vomit at this point, honestly. Have a great week, everyone. (laughs) Bye, everyone.